Hey, Gal Pal Nation, are you ready for football? It's time for some two-a-days, where each NFL team is broken down by experts to get you ready for game day. Everything you need to know, and a few tips to impress the pickiest of football fans. Now, your host, the sports gal pal herself, Ramona Rice. All right, gals and pals, welcome to my two-a-day series where we're breaking down each NFL team to get you ready for game day. With me tonight is the brand-new superfan of the Bills, Andrew. He is new to um, Next Fan Up, but he's not new to Bills fandom. And, Andrew, welcome to Sports Gal Pal. I'm very excited. Thanks for having me. All right, let's get to it. New coach Rex Ryan jumped ship or got pushed out of New York and is now in upstate New York. It's a whole different ball game. Um, you know, how – how are the fans reacting to him? Uh, everybody's excited about Rex Ryan. They had a terrible, to put it uh, kindly, experience with their previous head coach, Doug Marone. Um, he became very unpopular in his second year. Even though the team did 9-7, uh, and seven, their best record since 2004, he was uh, essentially left the Bills for uh, $4 million. And then um, there's a lot of rumors of him taking the Jets' head coaching job once Rex Ryan was fired. And they didn't end up getting it, so everybody got a good laugh. And then the new owner of the Bills, Terry Pagula, who was also the owner of the hockey team in Buffalo, um, came in, got Rex Ryan, and he's just the larger-than-life personality that uh, Buffalo fans crave. And uh, he's just uh, been very exciting for the city so far. Everybody's really excited. The Bills have uh, gone over 60,000 season tickets, the highest ever in the franchise. They've had to cap it. There's a waiting list now for the first time. So uh, everybody's buying into the Rex effect. Wow. I mean, do you guys really think he's going to be effective this first year? I mean, really good, like improving and where you guys can be competitive against, say, the Patriots? team went 9-7 and seven last year with spotty quarterback play from Kyle Orton and elite defense and a very bad running game. It was very porous last year. There's reasons to think that this team can succeed, just like uh, Rex Ryan did in his first couple of years with the Jets when he had, uh, we'll say, average quarterback play from Mark Sanchez, but he got it done with defense and running the football and with the acquisition of LaShawn McCoy and um, controversial right guard Richie Incognito. The uh, Bills offense looks uh, like they'll be able to run the ball a lot better. Plus, they added Percy Harvin, who was under Rex at the end of the uh, Jets last year, and um, Sammy Watkins the second year, and Robert Woods, they make an elite uh, receiving core. There are a lot of weapons to spread the ball around. Who's going to be doing that? We're not sure yet, but um, if that defense plays like they did last year, which I assume they'll be even better under Rex Ryan, there's no reason to think they can win at least nine games and challenge for a wild card. Yeah, let's talk about those quarterbacks. Um, you've got two quarterbacks, and we were talking about it off-air. Um, from my hometown of Hampton, Virginia, um, Tyrod Taylor and E.J. Emanuel, you know, um, I've been watching – because I, I know these guys. I don't know them personally, but I do know of them, and I've seen them play. And, um, you know, who do you think ultimately he's going to give the starting job to? Up until today, everybody thought it would be Tyrod Taylor just because he started the second preseason game. Or, excuse me, he um, started the second preseason game, and he uh, looked pretty good. The Bills have had some injury issues in camp, so he moved the ball up and down the field with their sixth string running back, no Sammy Watkins, no Robert Woods, no Percy Harvin. Uh, he was able to keep plays alive with his feet, uh, made some throws down the field, connected first downs, kept the ball moving. Uh, he's looked probably the best in training camp, but today Rex Ryan threw a curveball, 
and announced that E.J. Manuel was going to start the three, third preseason game against Pittsburgh on Saturday, which is usually the game that the starters tune up. They play the most in the third game. It's their first, I would say, preseason game planning that they game plan for for uh, the upcoming season. So it's uh, it's big question mark because Matt Castle looks good. E.J. Manuel's had some good opportunities, but Tyrod Taylor's been the most consistent so far in camp. It's uh, going to be a last-minute thing. Rex said he's going to announce the week of the game of uh, week one when they open at home against Indianapolis. So nobody knows. Do you really think he's going to do this whole, you know, we rarely see it in the NFL. We really shouldn't see it in college, but we do. This whole um, quarterback by selection, you know, by committee, I I just don't think that it's going to work. Um, The only way it would happen is if Matt Castle wins the job and they want to use Tyrod Taylor for his legs because the Bills' new offensive coordinator is Greg Roman who was in San Francisco, and he had a situation similar to this when he was using Alex Smith as the quarterback. He had rookie Colin Kaepernick in, and um, in the offense, Roman would uh, put Kaepernick in on a change of pace plays, and he'd have some big uh, big plays on his feet, kind of catch the offense or defense off guard, and um, that's kind of what he's looking for if they were to go with Matt Castle. But it doesn't seem likely that's going to happen, but you never know. All right, let's talk about the um, division for a minute. So, you know, we've had some controversy. Uh, we've had some controversy, you know, outside of regular football, which is this whole Deflate Gate, Balgazi, whatever the heck anybody's calling it these days. Where, you know, you are potentially supposed to be playing. Um, you're going to be playing the Patriots week two. You may not have to face Tom Brady. I mean, how much of an advantage is that? Well, it would be a big advantage because um, it would be Jimmy Garoppolo's first road start against a very, very good defense. Rex Ryan's always had to. It doesn't matter what quarterback. Even Tom Brady has struggled consistently against Rex Ryan defense. And um, uh, it would be huge for the Bills to get a division win against a team they rarely beat if they're really going to try to capture that uh, AFC East. Um but who knows? I mean, you know, the news changes every day on if Tom Brady's going to be suspended or not going to be suspended. So uh, I think regardless of who the quarterback is, the Bills' defense can step up to the challenge, but it would definitely be a lot easier with Jimmy Garoppolo under center as opposed to Tom Brady. What about the other two opponents? I know we're having quarterback issues with the Jets, um, but Dolphins, you know, it's been pretty consistent the last couple of years. Um, Ryan Tannehill is, you know. Uh, well, the Miami Dolphins are actually the team – that I think can challenge for this division. I think their defense is maybe not as good as Buffalo's, but it's very good. They have a lot of good weapons on offense. I think Ryan Tannehill, although not the best quarterback, is definitely the second-best quarterback in the division. Um, he's gotten better every year. And now that Miami has another year of Jarvis Landry, a very underrated receiver, I think, they've got the tight end from Cleveland, Jordan Cameron, who replaces Charles Clay, who went to Buffalo, um, I just really think Miami's uh, the team to watch out for here in the AFC East. The Jets, you know, we don't know. They uh, Their defense looks to be a lot better. They struggled last year in the secondary, losing Cromartie, or um, without Cromartie. And now they've got him back after he had a stint in Arizona. And now they also got back Darrell Rivas, who goes from the Patriots back to the Jets. So, um, you know, Fitzpatrick, short term, he might be better for the Jets. Fitz can move the ball up and down the field. We saw him do that for the Bills good running game. You never know because the Jets also added Brandon Marshall, who's a nice possession receiver target for Fitz. Um, It's going to be a battle. Uh, You know, there's no team 
that's going to pull away second best team in the division. I, I mean, it's hard to believe New England would just absolutely drop off the face of the earth. Even without Tom Brady for four games, it's still a very good football team. Um, but the rest of the three, it's going to be battling out for second place, I believe. All right, let's look outside of your division. You are facing my NFC East and my Eagles, along with the other guys in the division. Anybody in there you're worried about? You know what, the Eagles, um, good team. They, the Bills play the Eagles in Philadelphia. Anytime a team travels, you always got to assume it's going to be harder for them as, a play, as opposed to playing at home. Washington, the Redskins, I don't know what to think of them. I mean, you know, RG3 is going through concussion issues again. It's kind of been a mess. They were they were last year. Um, the Bills faced them at the end of the year. As they also face the Cowboys, uh, it comes in in December. That'll be that game. I think could be the big one for the Bills. Um, looking at the rest of their schedule, if they play out like most people predict, that'll be a game in December at the end of December that could have playoff implications for the Bills. And then early in the season, the Giants come in. You know, Eli Manning can sling the ball. Uh, Odell Beckham Jr. will certainly uh, challenge the Bills secondary, Stephon Gilmore, and their new rookie, Ron Darby. Um, very good team. Very good teams in the NFC East. Uh, probably Washington is the weakest, though, in my opinion. Um, that's everybody's opinion. I think ESPN did a stat where I think um, only 2% of anybody with any football knowledge thinks that the um, Redskins can take over take on the NFC East. They're just a hot mess. Yeah, it's it's going to be tough to play those three teams in the divisions. Yeah, I don't feel bad for them at all. (laughs) But that's not my job. I'll leave it at that. Yeah. Um, Okay, any other matchups you're looking forward to? Uh, You know what? Early in uh, October, the Bills play the Bengals. I think that's kind of an intriguing game because last year when Buffalo was uh, going down towards the end of the season, they struggled against a lot of uh, AFC teams, which caused them to miss the playoffs. Uh, Cincinnati is the team, I think, that's going to be competing for the AFC North, but I still think the Pittsburgh Steelers are the best team in that division. So Cincinnati's going to want to get in. Wildcard's going to probably be their best chance, as with Buffalo. So a good head-to-head matchup for the Bills. Andy Dalton, A.J. Green, that's a good team, good offense. If Buffalo can get to Andy Dalton early, it's a good AFC win to have in your back pocket as you're moving towards the end of the season. All right, so best-case scenario, do you think you guys can really compete for the wild card? I do, yeah. I, I see there's no there's no reason to see why not. Last year, they like I said, they went 9-7, and seven, and they've upgraded what they were bad at. They were bad. They were one of the worst teams at running the football last year, and they got arguably the best running the back the past couple of years in football in LaShawn McCoy. Um, and they have upgraded their offensive line. They use a third-round pick who's probably going to be starting from Louisville. His name's John Miller. He's going to play the guard. And they brought in the controversial figure in Richie Incognito. Uh, say what you will about him. He's been graded out as a positive offensive uh, lineman. So he can only boost a position that was very weak for the Bills. If they can get anything, even consistently average, out of the quarterback position, there's no reason to think why not because of the elite defense that they have. All right. Well, there you have it. So if um, the members of Gal Pal Nation want to talk more Buffalo Bills, where can they find you? Uh, they can get me on Twitter, or uh, that's probably the best way. Twitter is, uh, my uh, Twitter handle is at Andrew J underscore Farrell, F-A-R-R-E-L-L. Love interacting with uh, people, so it's the uh, best way to reach me. 
All right, and you can also hear Andrew on Next Fan Up. It's on blogtalkradio.com forward slash Next Fan Up. You can also follow Next Fan Up on Twitter at NFU Podcast. And, of course, all the links to Andrew and the rest of the, all of those crazy um, super fans that I've been interviewing with and hanging out with. They're like the best guys a girl, gal pal could ever have. Um, but you can um, get all the links to that on my show notes at blogtalkradio.com forward slash sports gal pal. And, Andrew, um, for your first podcast interview, that was awesome. You did such a good job. Super duper. Thanks a lot. Appreciate that. All right, and I really hope your only loss is to my Eagles this year. So good luck this season. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Yeah, it's an NFC loss, so be it, right? They need all the AFC or AFC wins they can get. I like your perspective, Andrew. That's good. Like butt kissing right there to the um, sports gal pal. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Sports Gal Pal Podcast. And be sure to check out sportsgalpal.com.